Tommy Seguro over in Perth. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Ben. Mate, always a pleasure. This is well overdue. When was the last time we caught up? 2019, 2020, I think. Something like that. Yeah, been a couple of years at least. Man, you've just been going from strength to strength. It's it's okay. It's okay. I mean, again, I'm grateful because I, I remember my, my breakdown at, at, at the beginning of it all. And, and yeah, it came to my surprise. Things just keep, keep going up and up. I'm at a point now where I, I have stopped marketing. Because, you know, if, if you try to do the right thing by, by people, I suppose, right, you're not forcing people to buy. At the moment, be, being a seller's market, I feel like the property purchase turnover is, is quite slow. So as you can imagine, you can keep piling up clients, but if the purchase turnover is slow, it, it, it gives you stress somewhat, right? <laughs> so, yeah, now nah, that's, that's good. It's been good. It's been good. Good problem to have in business when you just stop marketing and you just have clients coming to you, eh? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've got people coming to me referred by people that I don't even know. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's where I'm at at the moment. So I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful. I mean, it, it's sort of like, I, I don't know. It's, I, I feel so lucky <laughs> and, and blessed to, to, to be able to, I, I suppose, meet you and, and finish the course. Cause otherwise I, I wouldn't be right now. Like the, the best side business ever for me. I think what you've done, I mean, obviously there's, so many people in the community that I lose touch with people with what they're doing. Obviously, I can't keep tabs on everyone. But before we got together today and I looked at your bio and just what you're up to, I mean, 95 purchases. You joined BAI in end of 2018. You're a full-time software developer. You've been doing that for 18 years and you've been able to buy 95 properties over that time. It's incredible. It is. I, again, you know, like I'm, I'm really surprised because um, my, my goal at the very beginning was just to recoup you know, the, the, the course fee and, and just the license fee. And then, you know, that first year alone, I, I bought what, like six. And then the second year, third year, four, it just, it just went from strength to strength. I look at my, um, a tax return and I was like, really? Is that how much I've been making? You know, it's again, you know, I'm, I'm nothing compared to those who are doing it full time, but I've, I've tried starting a lot of side businesses and, and nothing comes close, right? And if, you know, I, I spend probably about less than 10 hours on average on every client. So, and, and my rate is, isn't even as high as a lot of, you know, other buyers agents. But let's say if you spend 10 hours per client, your hourly rate alone is great. So yeah, again, I'm, I'm so grateful. I, I really don't know where, where these clients are coming from. Got a lot of referrals. Yeah. You know, I've mentioned to you before, but I've, I'm at a point now where I just have to stop marketing because there was like a couple of months ago, I had about 11 running at the same time and it was just stressful, right? Because, you know, you, you try to be in the seller's market. I've done sort of like almost endless driving week after week going to properties. And every time you turn up, there are like 50 people there. And straight away, you're like, no, you're not going to buy this property because price is just going to be so high and, and, and that, that kind of thing. So, you know, having clients come to you without you marketing, it's, it's great. It's a great problem to have. But at the same time, it can be stressful at times if, if you're having too much on. So, so yeah, I mean, so far, the best job ever, best side job ever for me. I love it. It's quite polarizing with careers. And I say this with an open mind, but software developer, super left brain technical, and then you're just this superstar part-time buyer's agent. It's just, it's incredible. Well, because you, you kind of combine both. Like in, in the software development, I'm not just doing software development, but I also, I, I am a consultant, 
right? You know, I've, I really enjoyed that part. And, and that was the main reason why I decided to become a buyer's agent because it's, it's exactly what I'm doing, except this is in real estate versus in software. So being a buyer's agent with a software development technical background means I get to exercise both skills, right? I get to sort of write a lot of automation for, for my like CRM and, and software research and stuff. And at the same time, I get to exercise my consultancy skill. So that has been great. Yeah, I think the way you put that was really, really useful for me to understand. And you made some really good points. Like you're obviously doing consulting and you can leverage and, and utilize those skills um, with your technical background, with that left brain, you're able to apply that, I'm assuming, to a lot of your research and back-end processes and systems, your client fulfillment. But I guess what I was referring to more was, and I think that's really useful what you shared, was like, you wouldn't think that the two, like two, like, I guess, two businesses that someone's running, it's a buyer's agent business and a software developer. Like it's just, it, it's, it's, it's a really cool, unique mix. And I think, um, it'd be useful for the people to know that are listening to this around like you started buying property for yourself as step one, right? You were an investor, correct? Yeah. And I, I think it's important to, to have that portfolio as well, right? Because you can use it to, I mean, that, that would be the, the most powerful marketing tool is being able to show what you've done for yourself. Having, having a, you know, property portfolio I, in my experience so far has helped a lot to build that confidence with your clients. Yeah. That makes sense. And at what point? Did you, I mean, apart from obviously coming into, I guess, contact with the Institute, were you aware of buyer's agents during your own investment journey? No, not at all. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of it. Only when I saw your Facebook advertisement, that, that, that's when I was like, oh, yeah, I've never thought about it because, you know, you keep hearing about selling agents, right? In my mind, working in real estate is just all about working for Hardcourts or Raywise. And, and, and then when I saw your advertisement, I was like, gee, that's right. Nobody has ever sort of worked for the buyers, right? You always work for the seller, but, but not so much for, for the buyers. And, and when I saw that, I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. That's amazing. So your business, Easy Buyer, is just focusing purely on investors in WA. Is that right? No, no. So um, I, I focus on owner-occupiers and investors, but just for WA market. That's how I market myself. And for me, if I can't see the, the property... I don't feel right offering it to people. I mean, yes, I can always use the, I suppose, like tools and, and numbers and, and that. But for me, I, I need to be able to sort of like visit the property and, and have a feel of it. So that that's why I've been sort of just specialized in WA market. But my market is, is not just investors, but also owner-occupiers because um, I think that's the gap that is missing. There are a couple of big buyers agencies here in, in WA, but they are focused more for like, you know, I suppose, higher budget subdivision clients instead of servicing, say, owner-occupiers or small-time investors. And, and that's where I, I am focusing at the moment. That's exciting. So how is, I guess, the WA market? It seems like it's, it's becoming very busy. At the moment, it is. Yesterday, I just lost an offer. I think there was a, a property asking price was like 250 And the agent sort of, when I gave him a call, he was like, I have to stop providing sort of like home opens, doing home opens because he's just got too much offers on. And in the end, it went sort of almost to 300K. And the last, maybe I, I would say four or five signups that I've had, they were all sort of Eastern State investors. I think, I think 500K or below in terms of price point, has been very strong at the moment in WA because yield is high, right? And with, with WA, the, the nature of the properties here is you, you get good amount of land for what you're paying. So 500K and below is still quite strong, but the sentiment that I've got from a couple of mortgage brokers, friends, the 700K and, and beyond, 700K plus, has sort of slowed down somewhat because of the interest rates. People are getting nervous having a bigger mortgage. So that's where I think the market is at the moment with WA, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Do you think when... Queensland imposed the the land tax. A lot of investors then flocked to WA. 
Well, the, the thing is, I mean, you know, I, I know I'm competing with sort of Eastern State investors, but I don't know where they're coming from. Can be Sydney, can be Melbourne. People who sign up with me are from Victoria and New South Wales. I haven't had sort of someone from Brisbane signing up with me. So, yeah. I guess, do you feel that though the investor appetite since Queensland, you know, imposed that land tax, which obviously they've now removed, but do you feel like a lot of investors, just regardless wherever they were based, decided to then move into WA because of that reason when it was imposed? Well, I thought the land tax is, is more geared to, like, it doesn't matter where you invest, right, with the land tax. Um, that's my understanding. You just can't sum up the amount of, I suppose, land price that you have all across Australia. I think they might be looking to WA in terms of the, the yield and, and the price because, again, you know, we are still, like, WA, I feel like it's, it's always the the state that gets left behind like we we always sydney and melbourne always comes first and then brisbane and then we always come last in terms of the boom market and and, and that so I, I feel like they are looking here because they can see maybe the you know the growth the development and also the yield but at the same time i've joined few facebook groups um, investment prop you know property investment groups and they still get worried in the sense that because they, they are going to calculate the, the aggregated land amount when when the tax was imposed so I, I think if if you are not buying like a good cash flow property you can sort of, I suppose, put yourself at risk of having to top up, you know, month after month to hold onto your property. So um, that that's still, I think, the third investors. But you know, now with the with the good news where it has been scrapped, I think the, the market has been, you know, going stronger again. Yeah, nice. So how does it feel, right? Like, obviously, you build up your own portfolio. You're you were a successful and you are a successful investor. But I'm curious to check in with you around now, you know, within, you know, just under four years, you've, you've been able to purchase 95 properties. You've been involved in 95 transactions, which obviously comes with a lot of learning, a lot of skill development. You must be feeling like very different to when you were up to a stage buying your, you know, properties for yourself, correct? The, the, the buying property itself, obviously, in terms of the strategies, I get better and better because you get to, you know, you get to, to meet more treaties and, and you, you, you get to understand prices better as well. Let's say if you if you want to find something for, for subdivision or renovation, you get you get to understand prices better. But at the same time, you also learn how to deal with the clients better. You know, you, you are more cautious before you present any properties, make sure it takes all the boxes, it's just a brief and, and you, you get to understand different clients' mindset because everybody who comes to you has different mindset, different requirements. And and that's what, what I learned actually more along the way, um, more than just the property strategies itself. Yeah. Great negotiation with agents and dealing with agents. Have you, do you feel like Yeah, yeah. You get you get to um, you get to work with different selling agents, how they play the game. Because in, in WA we have the saying that everybody knows everybody and and when you are being in this game long enough you get to meet the same agents over and over and over again because you know that there, there are limited suburbs within the metro area so to speak and there are specialized agents in in every area so you get to you get to to speak to the same person over and over again eventually and you get to understand how they play the game right how they negotiate and, and things like that yeah very cool okay and so what's the plan for you now like are you just very content still obviously working you know full-time with your current you know software development business and keeping this on the side like is that something that you want to keep doing or well that's that's the that's 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 always a million dollar question ben because like i said i mean you know, i've mentioned this to you before the income is so great the potential right not not just the current income that i i do from like be having it as, as a side job but the potential is 
is excellent, but also I get paid well in, in IT and I really enjoy it so much. But I think the most important thing is I'm not an entrepreneur. So, you know, like I, I don't have that entrepreneur sort of passion, not like yourself, where you want to expand and, and things like that. that. That's not my passion, which is, which is a pity because I could have expanded this, right? Starting hiring people and things like that. But I, I don't enjoy that, that part of it. I've tried again, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to start many side businesses, but in the end, I was just like, I feel like it's, it's just, it's too hard because I, I don't have the passion. That's my biggest obstacle at the moment. So really at the moment, I, I probably just, you know, leave it as is. Who knows? I, I might have another light bulb moment. It, it can go from there. But at the moment, I just, I just don't have that sort of that business passion to like, in my mind already, geez, I just can't be bothered training people, attending sort of like, you know, networking events and doing what you're doing, you know, webinars and just try to get more people, more clients on board. I just don't have that passion. <laughs> Unfortunately, so yeah. So at the moment, I'm, I'm I'm happy with. I mean, what you created is is just amazing, amazing, like the, the best side job ever. I think it's cool that you don't have this drive to expand your business. You, you enjoy working solo, servicing your clients, and I guess following that internal passion around property. And then you get to continue with your your IT work. Like I, I think you're in a. I know you said you're grateful before, but yeah, I think I think you're in a really good position. And I think sometimes less is more. And so just because people want to hire new people and expand, expand, sometimes that reduces their margins anyway. So they end up with less profit, more headaches. So I think it seems like it works well for you, your current arrangement. Well, that's that's the thing. It's, it's always the, the temptation of of men of being greedy, right? I mean, you know, you you always tend to long for things that you don't have. And every time I look at, I suppose the the highest successful ones, the, the very successful, you know, like uh, Darren or Arjun, I was like, I could have been one of them. Do you know what I mean? But but then again, I remember like there is no point of living your life not doing what you love. Again, I, I sometimes I, I feel sort of like it's it's a pity as well because the the potential is so great. I mean, I, I can see it right away. If if had I had that passion, my goodness, I, I would have quit my job and and expand this. I mean, easily, easily, right? Especially where, where I'm at right now, where you know the, the portfolio is is there, ready to go. The closing rate more than ninety percent. That, that's my success rate at the moment in terms of closing clients. The potential is there, Ben. Right? But I just I just don't have that passion. I, I want to stop you there. I want to stop you there because before I forget the question, because I was going to ask you this, and then you kind of just spoke to that point. Your close rate, you said, was ninety percent. And my question was going to be around. Did you have reservations when you got into this? Because you didn't come from a sales background. Obviously, real estate is sales focused typically when you are, when you're a buyer's agent or a real estate agent, you are sales focused. Did you have reservations that you may struggle signing on clients and just selling? In general, well, th that's the thing because at, at the beginning, maybe it's a different mindset that I have now, right? It, it as as you grow with your business, your your mindset changes as well. Because at the beginning, I was focused more about oh, it's about the branding, it's about you know, but but eventually, I realized it's it's it's, it's the person, it's it's me, it's it's the trust that you've built with the people with with ex, you know past clients and and also people who've been in contact with you. And yeah, so like at, at the beginning, I I feel like because again, like I, I started in in a market where people are not familiar with buyers agents, right? Now with my you know exposure in in Facebook and LinkedIn, people keep referring to me. People that I don't even know if if they know someone who wants to buy a property, they just refer them to me because they know that I, I work as a buyer's agent. So that that makes it easier. But at the same time, you you have more confidence. The way I treat the leads now, it's different from when when I started. When when I first started, I treat every lead almost like oh please don't go away kind of thing. And and you you became careless. 
because you, you you tried your best not not to lose them, but in the end you might lose them because I, I I don't know how to say it, but when you try too hard, you can make mistakes that way. But now I'm I'm at a point where I, I changed my approach again. It, it comes with, with with experience. Like I can't I can't do this when I first started because I don't have that mindset. I don't have that confidence. But as you grew, I, I'm I'm now the way I treat the leads that come to me is like almost like okay, if if you are the right fit for me, you would be in contact with me anyway after our initial conversation, right? Well, at the beginning, it, it's very different. It, it's almost like, again, it's almost like I'm begging, please don't go away kind of thing. Um, and I think they can sense that. Now it's, it's, it's different because they, they can see the confidence. And I've, again, you know, I, I've, got, I've got a good portfolio with 95 purchases. I just send them to my website and it's like, if you've never been to my website, please check out my portfolio page. And yeah, I mean, 90%, they, they will sign in the end because they, they see the experience. They see that I'm not pushy, right? The way I treat them is almost like if if you want to sign with me, good. If you don't want to sign with me, that's fine. You can always find someone else. So so, but but being able to sort of treat people like that came to my surprise. I thought they'd be like, well, it's, it's not arrogance in a way, but it's 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 almost like okay, you you know what you're talking about. You've got the confidence. You've you've done this many times, long enough for a lot of people. I, I think that's 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 sort of the the vibe they're they're getting. That's what I think anyway. It's amazing. I mean, a ninety percent close rate, man, is is high. Like is is is, is excellent and. What I'm assuming is that this 90% of people, they're coming strictly from referrals from trusted past clients who endorse you as a very trusted buyer's agent. So the the person, when they meet you, I mean, they just want to obviously know that you exist and you're not a robot. Yeah. And, and also at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to sort of push my services. And I feel like people feel that when, when they speak to me, it's, you know, you, you get what, what you pay for, so to speak. I'm, I'm not trying to, to con people. I, I, you know, I, I speak honestly what, what I think about, say, if they ask me about the market, I tell them honestly what it is. If, if I feel like, you know, it's probably good for you to wait, then let's wait. But if you want to buy now, let's buy now. And, and keep them my surprise when I say, say that to people, this, this is sign up. And it's like, Oh, just, just buy now, Tommy. That's fine. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, again, this, this comes with, with journey, right? You, you can't have this day one when you first started. Like you have to build that. But eventually this is what I keep telling people. Like, you know, I think you and your team have referred a lot of people to me, especially those who want to, to do this, say part time, right? And then I keep telling them. First, don't give up too quickly. But but secondly, it's about you. It's about it's, it's about the trust that that you build with with people more than just the the, the branding. So always treat people with respect. I, you know, I I know people who who don't want to. If if you're not going to give them business, they're not going to entertain you, right? But that's not me. Uh, like for me, whoever people refer to me, whether they just want to ask questions, I will keep servicing them because. They might not be my direct clients, but they have friends and families who might be my clients eventually. And, and I've had a lot of success, not even from my direct contacts. It's them referring people to me. That's one thing that I learned is just, just you know, as long as you you respect people, you try your best. People can see that. People can can feel that that you you are truly trying your best to to help and service people. Yeah, makes sense. I think that's really wise around you know you looking at the long term around someone that may not be a direct client. You have awareness that that person has. Or knows people that could be your client, and so you treat them with a lot of care. I think that, that that'd be really helpful for people to understand that. Man, that's awesome. I mean, I'm I'm really pumped just to see you crushing it, and just to see what you're doing. What do some of your clients think, by the way, that you are doing software development on the side? Like, do some of them think that's really cool, or how does it work? Yeah, yeah. So um, with being in IT, it's very flexible. You know, I, I get to work from home almost ninety nine percent of of the time now. So so that's how I suppose I can make this work. But at the same time, even if you work nine to five, you know, you can still make it work because you you don't have to you don't have to sort of take time off 
to to go to viewings and that you can you can always schedule it, right? You know, I've I've got a young son. I'm into crypto as well, other investment, and I still have the buyer's agency and 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 the full time work as well. So I I can make it work around around it all. You just have to, I suppose, be diligent, have a good system around you, have have good people to support you uh, mentally, but also have a good system. I learned in IT that you just have to automate a lot of things along the way, right? For me, I've got a good CRM system, quite simple, where I can just, you know, take people on board, invoice them. That helps a lot because if you don't have a good system, it can really hinder you of being efficient. And I think if you want to make this work as a side business, you just have to be efficient. That's my experience so far. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it seems like you're, you're highly organized. You, you know, you got your productivity down pat, hence you can juggle everything. And I think that's that's really cool. I mean, again, I, I utilize a lot of calendaring system and CRMs, just things to help me out to make sure I, I don't forget, never, ever forget appointments with clients. Even if I were to to respond to an SMS or, or, or an email, if I tell them, okay, I'm going to send you a contract or an info by tonight, I put that in my calendar. So, so really, it's it, you know you have you know, if you have a good system, but you you also have to train yourself, your mindset to to always remember put your clients first, and and your clients might not always be your buyers agency clients, but every single person that gets in contact with you that wants your help in anything is your client, right? Um, whether it's your children, your your spouse, or even your clients' clients or leads. Everybody that that wants something of you, I think that's my mindset at the moment. Is I I have to make sure they I, I respond to them every to the best to my ability so so having a good system allows me to to not forget but at the same time having that mindset to always service people and and always get back to them whether they're going to be clients whether they're going to be providing you with business or not doesn't matter if they want something of you i feel like i'm i'm obliged to to, to give them the service that they deserve and um yeah so far has has worked quite great for me well on that note we're going to wrap up tommy i think it's incredible again just reinforcing you know you've done 95 transactions in less than four years you build a clearly a phenomenal brand you've built a phenomenal reputation obviously all your business is coming such heavily from referrals that you can turn off your marketing. So I just want to congratulate you. I know a lot of other people who listen to this will be inspired by your success. So just want to say well done. No, thank you. Thanks thanks for, for the opportunity. And again, I applaud you for what you've created. And, and to everyone who's listening, Ben will look after you and I, I can make it work as a side business. And you've seen people who've done it full time. They're doing very well. I hope this podcast inspires you. So thank you, Ben. 